0: Hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How'd You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Jennifer Cheddar, who is culture strategist, team developer and strengths coach. Hi Jennifer, lovely to have you on the show. Yes, I'm very excited to be here and to chat. So I guess we could first jump into the questions. Let's start off with an introduction about you and perhaps an answer to the main question, which is how do you do it and why should I care?
1: Yes. So I was an educator by trade. Um, I was a classroom teacher for several years and then worked coaching teachers and then training teachers. And so through my career, it's um, evolved from working with students to working with adults. And I really found a passion in helping adults grow um, in skills in the same way that we think about kids growing in skills. Um, The difference is adults learn differently than kids do. Um, We know this from science and just from experience that we need different things to thrive. And so I was lucky enough to get to play around in this adult development world and really find a niche that centers around helping managers and teams be able to grow and learn together. Um, a lot of the times learning in organizations happens at the top level. So people working with CEOs or um, folks at the, the C-suite level. But I believe that there's a real magic when learning and training happens at the mid-level, particularly for people that are brand new managers and and leading a team.
0: Awesome. So my next question obviously I'm beg begs to ask me what inspired you to join this industry? Was it a specific experience in your life or was it a culmination of experiences?
1: Yeah. So I have been so lucky to work on teams that have been exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say exceptional, they functioned well together. We created Um, and reached our outcomes and beyond. And it was fun. Work has always been a fun, jovial place for me. Um, And the more that I talked to other people, whether it's friends, whether it was, you know, interacting with consultants in in different industries, it's not the case for most people. Um, And in fact, more people um, in a recent study said that they would rather have their manager fired then get a significant raise. Wow. And so I realized that what I had experienced in my professional world was not the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there is just an immense need for people to, to, to more strategically focus on their culture at a team level. Cause it's not happening right now.
0: Okay, that's so interesting. And obviously, you mentioned that you've had the opportunity to be on some really exceptional teams. And I'm sure that experience really helped you in your coaching. But what would you say were the best resources that helped you along in your journey?
1: Um, the people, people. So people that I can learn from that are a few steps ahead of me. Um, a lot of coaches or folks that do culture work kind of have a specific angle that they work from. So getting to observe, ask questions, listen to, and get input has been important, as well as people that I see as are alongside me. So peers and cohorts that I've been able to join that um, are people going through the same steps of a business that I might be in, or help brainstorm when things are um, off kilter. And then people that are just there as support. So family and friends that, you know, encourage me to take the jump into starting my own company um, or encourage me to try something out that may not be as traditional um, in a training setting. And so definitely people, greatest asset.
0: Yes, I would definitely agree. And um, it seems like, you know, you're pretty much a go-getter. You speak to a lot of people and um, that's kind of how you got to where you are at the moment. So I'm curious, were there any lessons that you wish you would have known before, you know, entering your industry and starting in your profession?
1: Hmm. Um, I think the biggest, um, one of the biggest lessons I think was I tried to do too much at first. I wanted to learn everything and do everything as opposed to moving in more, uh, in smaller chunks. And so, all right, I'm going to learn this and take it on. Um, I think similarly for anyone, I think starting their own business, um, often people have a passion about the content of what they're go- going to be able to do, mm-hmm. but you also need focus on what it means to run a business. Um and so in retrospect I would have like held those things a little bit more evenly than I mm-hmm. did previously um but but also just enjoying it because every every little stuff is is different and um even the hard things pass pretty quickly.
0: Definitely. And thinking across the span of your career then what would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Hmm. So I think as women in particular,
1: we don't talk about money. Um, and I think particularly coming from a background in the nonprofit sector, you really don't talk about money there because there is an assumption that talking about money means you're not committed to the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, when in reality, that's just not true. And so that meant that, you know, at the the start of my time in in working for myself, that I just didn't talk about it and kind of went along with whatever the client wanted to do, as opposed to advocating for myself and really valuing the work that I was doing, that the work that I'm doing is special and unique, and it has something to offer somebody else. Mm-hmm. And we just don't talk about it. And so there were definitely some failures in that. And so I'm, as a woman, trying to be more cognizant of talking about money with other people in the same industry, but also being a bit more aggressive when I'm talking about it with clients too, because I believe that the work that I'm doing is good. And, and so I believe that I should be paid well for it,
0: but, um, a long time yeah yeah yeah. because um I think we hear a lot about how women you know negotiate their salaries much less than men and I think that's also part of the money problem is that we don't talk about it and we should be you know there should be equal pay for both parties
1: mm-hmm. exactly
0: thank you for bringing that up and um you've been sort of dropping some pretty helpful pieces of advice throughout this whole conversation but I'm curious what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody who is wanting to pursue a career similar to yours yeah. You know, there's sometimes
1: when you sit down to, to talk with somebody, I, I did what I called a listening tour where I went and talked to different people that did mm-hmm. similar things. And there's sometimes like you have a question that you want to ask, but you don't ask it because you think it might be offensive or you think it might be something that they don't want to share or maybe something with money. Um, ask the question that you really want to ask. Because that's what's going to help you grow. And you'd be surprised that when you put that energy and honesty and vulnerability into the converse, learning conversations you're having with people, it will be reciprocated nine times out of 10. And having the full picture is just important. So if you're curious about something, um, sometimes it can be scary to ask what it is, but ask because you're never going to feel satisfied until you you know that thing.
0: Mm, Definitely. And um, following on from that, um, there's probably a lot of myths out there about the the coaching industry specifically, but what is one common myth that you would like to debunk right here, right now? Yeah,
1: that there is a one-size-fits-all for how to build culture. You know, there's hundreds of buy this program and do this thing and follow these steps in this book and your team will be exceptional together. And I think that teams are living organisms Mm. and they need to be tended to in that way, Mm. how you build and structure a team. will use tools, you know, from this, from that, you don't need to be starting from scratch, but it needs to be malleable and flexible um in the same way that that we are just as as people.
0: That's very helpful. And um I'm sure you're very busy at the moment but what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Yeah. So um I've been trying to incorporate
1: always in my life I've believed that that joy should be central to to what I'm doing and mm-hmm. so I'm trying to kind of solidify that into some more concrete practices so there's a great book called Humor Seriously, written by by two women out of Stanford. That's just mm-hmm. top notch and really gets at some of those like methods of bringing joy in. Yeah. Um, and I just finished recently also The Levity Effect, which talks about those some things about some of those things too. And yeah. I really like um, in the Levity Effect. It talks about how levity opens us up for playfulness, and that in that playfulness, that's where we accomplish things that we wouldn't have accomplished mm. before, which cool. is just really powerful to me.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'll make sure to check that out. And um, following on from that, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, this was the hardest question to <laughs> reflect on before. Oh, before no, I had to cut it
0: down to three people. I'm sure you have a very long list.
1: Yes, exactly. And so. um, I'm gonna go with in this moment today. Who those three people are? Yeah. Um, the first one would be my dad um, because he is just my biggest cheerleader, and I think um, I'd like to think that I'm a cheerleader for other people. And he's just always there for me. Um, and he often says, you know, in moments where I'm like, "Why did I do this? Why did I? Why didn't I just like go work somewhere else and, you know, have a bit more stability?" And he's like. It will work out. Just wait a couple of days and you'll feel differently. And it's just very comforting. I think it's helpful to have someone in your life like that that just is a quick anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, the second person is um a former manager and friend. Um, her name is Monique. Um, and she is the woman who led the best team that I was ever on. And um we're, we're two, pe- we think the same and, but we operate very differently. And so sh- anything that I created or designed, she helped make better. And so she kind of is a person in my life that I think when I create something or do something or have a conversation, I'm like, is that like a Monique level? Is that a gold star? Is that really, um, <laughs> Is that really, you know, what's possible? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's hard to do that when you're, when you're on your own. Um, and then in this moment today, I would say, um, one of my good friends Ford, he, um, consistently pushes me, um, to advocate for myself. And, and he often says that, that more is possible than we're telling ourselves. And so, um, he's someone in my life that helps me dream big. Not practically sometimes, hopefully practically, but just big. Um, And that's how I want to live my life.
0: Awesome. And that's so inspirational that you're surrounded by such inspirational people with great, great advice. Um, And then finally, to sort of round off our conversation, what is one piece of advice you would give yourself at any point in your life?
1: Very few things are so serious that they can't wait. We are like running around so urgently and judge ourselves and other people by how busy our calendar is and mm-hmm. oh I was up so late working on this and oh I was doing that. And there are ebbs and flows of work and there will be some times where people are busier than busy or than others, but you don't need to respond to that Slack at eight o'clock at night. And that email that you saw right now can probably wait until the end of the day. Um and that patience and calm, I think, helps give room for joy and laughter and, and real connection as opposed to frustration and, and
0: speed. It's okay to, like, take our time. Exactly. And it's okay to take a break, which I feel like a lot of people still need to realize. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, yeah. Well, what a wonderful piece of advice to end on. So thank you so much, Jennifer, for taking the time to speak with me today. It was truly amazing to have this conversation it was wonderful. It was a wonderful opportunity to reflect. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye.